0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. One bright and beautiful day, perhaps very much like today, four high school boys thought, you know, it's a little too nice to go to school today. Let's go out and enjoy this beautiful weather. Well, they came up with a story to tell their teachers when they returned to school the next day, and they enjoyed the day greatly. The first period of the day came, and they went into their class, and the teacher was waiting for them, and they all had the same story. We're sorry, we were on our way here. We had a flat tire. We couldn't make it. She said, well, that's okay, with a great smile. I, I just have a little quiz that you missed yesterday, and, and perhaps you'd like to make that up now. Well, certainly. So they got out pen and paper and waited for the questions, and she asked the first question. Which tire? Hmm. Yeah, wisdom. The teacher had some. Those boys did not. With wisdom, she was able to outsmart the wise guys in her class. Today, our gospel reading focuses on the visit of the magi, often called the wise men. They weren't so wise all the time, nor did they always uh, respond as they ought, but they certainly knew how to follow the leading of their Lord. And we also hear of another, King Herod, who tried to outsmart them, but the Lord led them to that place where true wisdom is to be found for all in the process. We've all known folks who are wise guys are, well, they weren't all guys, were they? Sometimes that wise guy is even me. Yeah. In today's gospel the wise guy is King Herod, ruler of Judea. By the time the wise men came to Jerusalem and sought him out, Herod was an old man who had ruled well for a long time. He was wealthy, Politically gifted, he was a great administrator. His building projects, including the temple in Jerusalem, were admired even by his fiercest enemies. He also loved power and inflicted incredibly heavy taxes on the people. And in his last years, he suffered from many illnesses, among them mental illnesses, many would say. He was paranoid to the point of killing members of his own family that he thought might try to take his throne, including one of his wives and two of his sons. Well, to this man along came the Magi, asking where the newborn King of the Jews might be. It's no wonder that King Herod was upset and knowing his propensity to evil, all of Jerusalem with him. Maybe those wise men weren't so wise after all. Asking the paranoid sitting king of the realm where his successor might be found maybe wasn't the smartest thing those magi ever did. But of course, there's more to the story. The king the wise men sought was the descendant of King David, long promised and long hoped for, highly anticipated, the Messiah, the one who would rule God's people as they ought to be ruled, with real justice and righteousness before God. These were, after all, the people of God we're talking about. He would also rule with grace and mercy." Well, Herod was troubled and all Jerusalem with him and he was also in this incident shown to be spiritually ignorant. So he called in the experts. He asked them where the Christ was to be born. Having the info we needed, Herod began his plot. He called the wise men back secretly And then he told them that he uh, would like to be informed himself so that when they did find this newborn king of the Jews that he too might go and worship him. Well, should we be surprised at all this? Hardly. When people feel threatened, they look for ways to remove the threat. Now, None of us want to kill Jesus, hardly the case, but how easily do we kind of slip into being Herod in this sense that we are willing to offer him far less than the heartfelt worship and praise that he truly deserves. Are we willing to make the sacrifices that need to be made in order to be here consistently every week or do other things take precedence over our time on Sunday morning? What about study of his word and daily devotions? A uh, Peanuts comic strip once had Lucy and Linus talking, and Lucy uh, asked Linus, are you going to Sunday school tomorrow? I guess so. Why? Linus responds. Lucy says, Well, the teacher wanted to know why you weren't here last Sunday. And Linus looked up and said quietly, well, the zipper on my Bible was stuck. Is this the reality for us too easily? Maybe it's not a stuck zipper in your Bible. Maybe it's too cold out, or maybe it's too warm, or maybe it's too nice, I don't know what... All kinds of things come to our minds. Satan is good at tricking us and leading us away. Do you think, well, God won't really care if I miss one Sunday, especially if I'm going to spend time with my family. That, that's really important. Family, that's, you know, well, yeah, we're, that, that is important. I'm not trying to say it isn't. Maybe life in this world is a little too much. And I just, I've got to get that extra sleep in or I'm not going to be able to make it through the next week, thinking that Sunday morning is the only time that we have to get that extra sleep in. Well, if that is the case for you on occasion, God bless you. Get that rest, but is it really? And it goes beyond church, of course. When God's Word... No, more importantly, when God himself is far from our hearts, Satan can come wandering in and steal away all kinds of wisdom from us. The wisdom that comes to worship the newborn king leads us into all kinds of foolish and self-destructive ways. Well, while Herod plotted, the wise men went on their way. Why? How? Because God called them to do just what they were doing. God himself guided them to the Savior by that miraculous celestial manifestation. We call it a star, and it is. And when they arrived... The wise men fell before the king of the ages, rejoicing with great joy, with God-given joy at the sight of their Savior. That's what happens when we come to the Savior who really is King of kings and Lord of lords, even though he came so humbly and receives us so graciously. No, God doesn't lead us by a star anymore. Doesn't need to. He's already given us his word in the scriptures. And that word always points us to Jesus, to that humble infant of Bethlehem who hid his true glory so that he might grow up to be the man of Galilee who went all the way to death on a cross for the sins of mankind. Many years ago, a North Carolina farmer drove his wagon into town to do business. He had two rather high-spirited horses, but that's all he had, so, so they led the way. They arrived at the store, and as the farmer hopped off the wagon, grabbed the reins, and went to tie them to the hitching post, the horses were spooked all of a sudden and took off down the street. He hung on like he was hanging on for his life to those horses and was dragged along the street. And it wasn't until others noticed what was happening and finally were able to flag down the horses that that he was stopped. But in so doing, the horses reared back and he was trampled and seriously injured. Well, someone finally went up to him and asked him, why didn't you let go? Certainly that old wagon isn't worth all of this. And in between his gasps of pain, the man cried out, Look in the wagon. And there they found his toddler son wrapped up in a blanket, snoozing. Everyone is precious to God. So precious. He had to do something to save us all. So our Heavenly Father allowed His only perfect Son to come so humbly that He might end up mocked and murdered in order that we might have life in His name, real life, real life that's really worth living and life that goes on in His forever kingdom yet to come. Epiphany isn't really all about the wise men. The wise men simply help us point to what was important. Wise men and women and children follow them to the real king who rules in grace and mercy to offer our worship and praise, our gifts of time and treasure and talent and trust and devotion. Missionary J. Hudson Taylor once said it this way, I used to ask God if he would come and help me. Then I asked him if I could come and help him. Finally, I asked God to do his work through me. And so we are invited this day to ask again in faith that God would lead us to our Savior, the Savior of all the kings, so that we might truly repent of our sins Receive his forever forgiveness, and then be his instruments to bring this good news to a world still so dark in its own sinfully broken condition. Yes, that's why true wisdom seeks the Savior. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.